it's still real to me, damn it! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. My name is Cam Porter. With me, par from the usual, is my excellent co-host, Michael Zam. Pause for background noise. Pause for applause. Pause for applause. Pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. Pause for pause. Dog pause. Pino. Yeah. Zam Pino. You know uh, what pause for the cause was? What was that? That was when you're playing video games with your friends, and you'd have to pause to hit a pipe or bong. Uh, and they would say, yo, brother, pause, pause for the, the cause. cause. And uh. you'd be like, oh, hell yeah. I would always pause it to go watch Bill Cosby, and it was pause, was pause for the for cause. The COS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pause. We need to pause for 21 to 22 minutes <laughs> to watch, while I go check out Bill this Cosby situation yeah. comedy. Yeah. This man in his brightly colorful sweaters. That's right. Hey, yeah. everybody. We're back. Yeah, we are. As Happy usual. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, this is this a is show. This is our post-Thanksgiving show. Post-Thanksgiving show where we talk about a match that traditionally takes place on Thanksgiving. How convenient that it Convenient that it falls landed. at this point. Yeah. Yes. This is Survivor Series 1988. The second annual. The second annual Survivor Series. This was November 24th, 1988. They learned Richfield. zero lessons from yeah. the first one. No, this is, uh, well, it's bad. Well. So, it wasn't bad, but like the amount of people. Yeah. So the Survivor Series matches are teams of five, five people on each team, but then they also have a tag team Survivor Series, so it's two teams of two people, but five of them. Yeah. So 20 people. 20 people per team. And then you've got managers on the outside. It's impossible to see what's going on. They thought that they would, like, speed the process up by saying, like, when one team member gets eliminated, the other... Then both teams are out, yeah. The whole team is out, but it's still... Was complete chaos no, for yeah. like eight and a half minutes until <laughs> yeah. you could see in the ring. Yeah, just people standing body to body on yeah. the sides. You can't see in. It no. was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah. But luckily, they uh, eventually, I think, stopped doing the tag team Survivor Series matches. They and still, also. They still do the tag team ones every now and then. Uh, yeah. But it's not like every single Survivor Series. Right. And they also yeah. made the main matches four instead of five, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That just made more sense. Yeah. And also, like, it just with takes these too ones, long. yeah, with these ones, every there's only four matches on this card. Right. And every single one of them is a Survivor Series match. Later on, they only had, like, two or three Survivor Series matches and just more regular matches to fill out the card. Yeah. The tag team elimination match was, was, what, two thirds or, like, a third of yeah, the entire it's show? 40, almost 45 minutes long. Uh, of one match. One match, almost 45 minutes. I was doing the math, and I was like, oh, what an interesting way to incorporate 50 wrestlers yes. in four matches. <laughs> yes. It's insane. Yeah. So we'll just jump right in. Match number one. Oh, first we got to introduce our, our announcers, Gorilla oh, Monsoon. Right. Gorilla Monsoon and, and Jesse Ventura. Jesse the Pilgrim the, Ventura. Yeah, got his Pilgrim hat, same as last time. They were, uh, yeah, made an, uh, made an effort to make sure that that was announced yeah. and known and that they commented on his <laughs> yes. Pilgrim hat. yes. Uh, he talks a lot about his clothing in this whole yeah. this whole pay-per-view. He talks about his boots. His boots. Talks about how he's not afraid of snakes because he's wearing snakeskin boots. Yeah, because he'll just make a new pair of boots. <laughs> yeah. uh, which led me to go, you didn't make them boots. You didn't make those boots, Jesse the body. You're yeah. not Jesse the... 
the boot cobbler. maker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a, cobbler? a cobbler, right? Is that I who makes so. shoes? Sure. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. It's, it's also uh, like a cakey, ice creamy, well, pie-ish yeah, dish. But I think that's spelled different. Like, uh, I don't, shit. I don't, hold on. I'm looking this up. <laughs> who knows? Who, what who is knows? a cobbler? Who makes shoes? It's going to be like Nike. A shoemaker. A shoemaker. Uh, right. It's called a cobbler. Cobbler. There we go. C O B B L E R. Yeah. Which I believe is the same spelling as it peach might be. cobbler. Yeah. Cobbler. Fun. So it's not Jesse the cobbler Ventura. No. It's Jesse the, <laughs> the, the pilgrim. The pilgrim body. Maybe his pilgrim job was he was also a cobbler. That's right. Well, they, pilgrims had to have Yeah. Shoes. Pilgrims isn't a job description. <laughs> no. It's, it's just, like a description of a group of people. It's a way of life, I guess. <laughs> also, yeah. Dictated by like when and where you live, and yeah, so, and yeah, yeah. So on. Your religious views, all sorts sure. of things. Sure. What kind of rock your ship landed on? Uh, how long has it been since you were in England? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Here we go. First match, match number one. We get the Blue Blazer, aka Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Brutus Beefcake. Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. Formerly Sam of the Killer Bees. Killer Bees. Sam Houston and the Ultimate Warrior. What a weird. Weird like, hodgepodge. The of... only two that almost make sense is Brutus and Warrior. Yeah. They're right? they're sort of similar. Well, in that they both have crazy gimmicks right. and bright clothes. Uh, right. Bru- but Blue Blazer course, kind of fits in there, too. Brutus the Butt Cheeks Beefcake. <laughs> we, got, we can't forget to call him by his I was. Name. This is the first time I've watched any of these old pay-per-views with my girlfriend. And she was floored by Brutus Beefcake's tights. She's like, does he have mesh on the side of his tights? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, that's awesome. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> She's like, trust me, it's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, ah, shit. Uh, yes, yeah, all right. It sucks. She uh, wants Brutus's butt uh, cheeks. She wants his beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are taking on the team of the Honky Tonk Man, Boo. Ron Bass, Dangerous Danny Davis, Bad News Brown, and Greg Valentine. With Jimmy Hart, with of Jimmy course. With Jimmy Hart, of course. Uh, which um, I don't know why it's only with Jimmy Hart with Greg Valentine because he's out there for Honk too. I know that it is weird that yeah. they uh, wrote it that yeah. way. Uh, I, my first note was that Brutus Buttcheeks' mullet was extra teased, Ugh. and it looks like in a cartoon when someone like gets uh, a little bit of electric shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just sort of z- stands yeah, up. You can and, see the static sparking like, yeah, in between. It, it doesn't look like it was on purpose. No, not at all. <laughs> And then, uh, what was with uh, Valentine's shin protector thing? Yeah, what I was that? There was like a story behind it and around it, right? Was there, man, I don't know. I tried to look in, like, what if uh, maybe he hurt his shin or well, something? Well, I thought but... I remembered from my childhood. Oh, shit. No, I remember. Now, he did that because that's how he broke Wahoo McDaniel's leg because he had that shin protector on. He did it to add, like, more pain to the figure four. Yeah. That's what it was because, like, that, like, stiffened his shin so then he could pull their leg down on it harder and break their leg. Right. That's so, and what it was. And it was something like that. Yeah. Okay. And I couldn't remember if it was, like, he had an injury that led to him That's what I that. thought at first, but ah. then I, I think he wore it just as, like, a thing to, like, enhance his finisher. Either way, it's real stupid. Yeah, he kept moving around. It was on, like, the back of his calf most of the yeah, time. Yeah, he would have to spin it around behind <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. To do the figure four, and it's like, well, why not just keep it there? Yeah. And it's like, oh, because you can't bend your leg properly. Yeah, uh, yeah it was... You didn't think this through, Greg. <laughs> Greg Lady Greg. from... Greg. Lady from Jury Duty. Greg Valentine. Tiny Face Valentine. <laughs> That's right. He really loses a lot of his luster if you just call him Greg. Yeah, right. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. Greg is one of the least intimidating names Oh, yeah. I've there. never been scared of a man named Greg. Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Ugh. 
Especially if you really enunciate it. Greg. Greg. Yeah, really. Gregory. The, the hard G's on there. Greg. Yeah, you add that Ori at the end, too. Yeah, Greg Ori. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory the Hammer. Get in here, Gregory <laughs> Allen Valentine. <laughs> That's what I imagine his middle name is. Gregory Allen Valentine. I'm going to look that up real quick, see what his middle name was. Allen Valentine. Allen. Oh, Anthony. Man. Anthony, oh, you're so close. Gary Anthony Valentine. Uh, actually, his name is Jonathan Anthony Wisniski. 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 Yeah. Wow, son, 1951. Son of wrestler Johnny Valentine. Yeah. Who was that. also not named Valentine. No, he was named John Theodore Wisniski. Oh, shit. John, JT Dub? JT Dub. Shit, JT Dub. So, uh... My first note after that was that uh, Danny Davis comes in and is immediately put to sleep. Yes. Yeah. He comes in. Sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Basically. He comes in. Uh, was it was it Brutus or Jim? I, I think can't it, remember. Was, uh, it was Brutus, Brutus wasn't it? Because yeah. he's a sleeper guy. Yeah, that's right. He was asleep. Yeah. Brutus just immediately locks him in just the sleeper hole. Boom. Out. You're and done. just gone. Yeah. It was as if, like, okay, we need someone to go out early. Obviously, Danny, Danny is going to be you. Yeah. He's like, fine. <laughs> This uh this match also we should say is the shortest on the card at only only eighteen minutes. Yeah, a tight seventeen a tight seventeen fifty. Seventeen fifty. Uh yeah, then uh, let's see. Bad news brown beats Jim Brunzel with a ghetto blaster. Yeah. And every time I hear it, I cringe a little. Yeah. It yeah, just doesn't seem right. Like I said, I was watching this with my girlfriend, and when when uh, Jesse said, "Oh, he hit him with the ghetto blaster," Ooh. my girlfriend was like, "What did he say?" I, I don't want to. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Brutus eliminated Danny uh, with the sleeper hold. Bad News eliminates Jim Brunzel with the ghetto blaster. Yeah, then uh, uh, Greg Valentine accidentally hits Bad News Brown, and so Bad News Brown bails. Yeah, he just leaves. He's like, peace. He's gone. So Fuck he's, y'all. He's eliminated. I didn't like being on teams in the first fucking place. <laughs> My name is Bad News bad Brown. Bad News Brown. I'm not a team player. Right. Teaming with me is bad news <laughs> for you. Yeah. And only you. Only only my teammates. That's right. Because I'll be in the back chilling. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fine. <laughs> I'm going to go dry off and have a snack. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. Do a quick interview. We'll be good. Yeah. Do a quick interview with Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Ron Bass eliminates Sam Houston after a power slam. Sam Houston, who has what I'm uh, calling the Michael Landon mullet. <laughs> Yes. Which, if you remember Michael Landon, uh, he was the star of uh, Little House on the Prairie yeah. and uh, other shows. That's the one I remember from my childhood. But around that time, that's the perfect picture of, uh, of, of his. Yeah, if you go to Sam Houston's Wikipedia page. The main picture is the, a picture the, of that yeah. style of mullet. And then if you look up Michael Landon from the uh, early to mid 80s, it's, uh, <laughs> it's almost identical. Um, so, yeah, that's the, uh, the Landon mullet. <laughs> The Michael Landon mullet. I'm picturing it in my head, but I just want it. There we go. Oh, right there. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, look. That one. Oh. Even better. Yep. Yes. That's that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Look up. Yeah. It's look up thick, Michael Landon it's on luxurious. Google. You'll see it. yeah. It's so curly. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I know we talked about it before. I couldn't remember. Sam Houston was related to somebody, but he's Jake the Snake's brother. Oh, it's his brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Uh, so Sam Houston eliminated Ron ba- by Ron Bass. Greg yeah, Ron Valentine. Bass, who I wrote down, is just gross. Yeah, uh, his hair. His every mustache, time we see him, he body, gets more more gross disgusting. Yeah. yeah, 
He's just turning into like. Eventually, he's just gonna look like some weird. You remember in he's uh... look like Sheldon Adelson, <laughs> who, if you don't know who that is, do a quick image search, and he is gross. Yeah, he's gonna look like you remember in RoboCop, uh, the dude that got that like. Oh, they got melted. Poured on him. Yeah, yes. he's gonna look like that eventually. Yeah, just oh. with a big thick mustache. That was my one of my like most vivid memories of that movie. Oh, dude, and then he hits him with the car, and he just explodes <laughs> all over the windscreen. So awesome. So good. Love uh, that movie. Houston, I, I wrote, had a really bad wedgie the entire yes. time he was in the room. Yes, it was just straight line up his crack. Just both sides yeah. just digging right up in there. Yeah. And he never, never once attempted to fix it. Every time I would jump, no. I'd go like, dude, what are you doing? But he never once like adjusted his yeah, tights. He like, was just like, this is it. He'd be on the apron with plenty of time yeah. to just like pull it out of his asshole no, but a little no, bit. This is it. I'm good. No, it's good. It's, it's fine. good. It's fine. I'm fine. Giving the crowd a show. I'm fine. I feel fine. <laughs> I feel I'm good. Actually, it feels better it this feels, way. It's really. a nice breeze. It's hot in here. I have freer range of motion with my legs. It's a nice breeze on my thighs. <laughs> and my taint. <laughs> <laughs> I can fart and it doesn't just stay in my trunks. <laughs> then uh, let's see. Greg Valentine beats Blue Blazer. Blue Blazer with a figure four leg lock. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. Well, yeah. Brutus and Honky Tonk get double counted out. I, I want to talk about Blue, Bra- Blue Blazer real quick. Because Blue Blazer. Blah, blah. I've talked about how my dislike for Bret Hart before. Sure. Uh, I think he's fucking boring. And most of the hearts are. But Owen Hart was legitimately like super fun to watch. And really good. And even his Blue Blazer, he was... Well, fucked. he was the only one that really tried any, like, off the top. Yeah, or, you yeah know, he, any, he did, like, crossbody. Like, he like he was the only moves. one that really, like, looked like he was trying. Uh, and, of course, he's the one that had to die before all the others, that's, right when he was, like, really hitting right. his stride. Because that's, you know... Yeah. We can't have good things. We can't have nice things. No, I'm sure we've talked about it, but if you want to, like, get sad, just look up, like, stuff about Owen Hart. And well, it'll, it'll yeah. make you sad. It'll tug at your heartstrings. Yeah. Uh, this pay-per-view, by the way, has two awful, awful gimmicks. Yeah. Uh, Blue Blazer and the Red Rooster. Oh, fucking Red Rooster. We'll, we'll talk at about least, that when okay, we get to that At match. least to hear he didn't have the middle mohawk. Oh, yeah. They didn't make him do that dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Where he they used like, to have a mullet with just parts in the middle pulled up like a mohawk like dyed a fo- red. Like a faux hawk. A yeah. mullet faux hawk. Yeah. And it's as if they were like, how could we make you look more like, like a rooster. an asshole? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I meant to say rooster. <laughs> how could we make you look more like a cock? More like a cock. Oh, boy. Surprised I didn't make him, like, grow a beard so it looked like the fucking, like, yeah, right? hangy the little, rooster neck. Yeah. Just a long goatee Jim Anvil Nightheart <laughs> style. Uh, oh, yeah, boy. Brutus and Honky Tonk, uh, double count out because they just kept fighting at the ring. Um, I also wrote, has there been any advancement in the face paint technology? No. Because ever since I've watched wrestling, it's like the guys with the face paint, they have it on, they come in. Five and a half minutes in, it's completely gone. You see their entire face. It lasts except for little chunks that just, are always stuck yeah. where, like just on their eyebrows, on their eyes, and their and hair. their facial hair. Yeah, because yeah. it sticks to your hair, yeah. but not your face. And so, yeah, they like, f- they figured out a way to make it last a little longer. Have they? Okay. Like, there's there's the two main guys that still wrestle. If with they can face make, paint. if they can make lipstick that can stay on all day, yeah. And, like, eyeliner that won't run when you cry. Right. 
why can't wrestlers have face paint well, that stays the fuck on? To be fair, with that stuff, you have to use like makeup remover to get it off. And I don't know if you want to use that on your entire face. Hey, man. I mean, it's dedication, Holmes. That's true. If you were really dedicated, you'd get that shit tattooed <laughs> fucking permanently. <laughs> if you were a real player. Yeah, if you really care. <laughs> Yeah. No, but like, uh, like that's Gold a horrible Dust. idea. Yeah, uh, don't do that. Young wrestling fans, if you were thinking about doing it, do not tattoo your wrestling face paint. And on, sometimes when I want to feel better, when I want to feel better about myself, I'll just look up uh, kids who like ICP that got their like Juggalo face paint tattooed on themselves. Oh my god! Because it's I, the yeah most horrible thing. Because I'm world. like, I might have some not great tattoos, but at least I don't look like that. Oy vey. Yeah. Uh, you know, to each their own, but that the face tattoo was the one that I'm like, you know what, yeah. I don't have the balls for it. Nah, I, I don't, I don't think balls. I'll ever. My arms are pretty much full. I'm working on my legs. Like, I'm going to get, I, yeah. I imagine I'm going to get covered, but I don't, I'm never going to get anything. I on love my tattoos, and, yeah. but yeah, nothing on my, yeah. I couldn't do it. And I'm yeah. not saying it's. There's some people that look kind of decent with them. There's a restaurant right now named Alistair Black. A lot NXT. of them look dumb. A lot of them look dumb, but he has just a little crescent moon like right under his eye. Oh, cute. And he looks cool. Yeah, he's a little sweet. <laughs> That's cute. It's cute. So, uh, Ultimate Warrior comes in. Of course, he has to beat two people. Yeah, he takes out Ron Bass and Greg. Gregory the Hammer Gregory. Valentine. Gregory the Ball Peen Hammer Valentine. Uh, both of them with double axe handles, the most boring of moves. Right? How do you beat somebody with a double axe handle? Wasn't that his, like, move? Well, his main, like, his finisher was he'd lift him up in the yeah, gorilla press, the gr- drop him down, and then do the body splash. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, like, he would do the double axe handle just to, like, keep him down. But, like, that's not a that's not a finishing move. No, it's real stupid. Yeah, real fucking also stupid. Also wouldn't hurt. Not at all. <laughs> not at fucking all. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I got in a fight with a kid in high school. This kid named Sean, piece of shit. He, uh, Sean. we were fighting, and he tried to hit me like with a double axe handle, and it just did nothing because you can't get any momentum when no, you swing no. like that. Yeah. It was so he tried to pull that in an actual yes, fight. In an what actual a fucking fight. idiot. Yeah. And then I just felt bad for him. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> then I just felt bad for him. <laughs> I remember I hit a kid in the head with a drumstick once. And I oh, felt shit. real bad because. They hurt real bad. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it was full on drumstick, and I didn't hold back. Oof. Bad idea, guys. Don't Oof. do that. His name was Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. Kenny, we apologize, Kenny. I'm sorry, I hit you in your head. I'm not sorry, Sean, because you're a piece of shit. Still, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Sean. Yeah, Sean, Kenny, my bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, before we move on to the second match, we had a correction from uh, Billy Carr. Correction. Oh, we are. did. Yes. Uh, last week we, uh, or two weeks ago, we talked about. Um, the uh, 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 the time announcements. Yeah, less of a correction, more of a of an acknowledgement Igno- of, of yeah me of being why correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, so Zampino rightly pointed out that the time announcements during the whole thing was because the refs had no way of keeping time. Yeah. So the time so announcements were more for the refs and the wrestlers of knowing how much time was left. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then the refs could finish it because now, like WWE. Uh, for the longest time, like the refs now have a little earpiece, right? But they used to have a timekeeper that would signal the refs at ringside. Yeah, but so there'd back be someone then, down there watching a clock, right. and then they'd exactly. Signal. But NWA, I guess, couldn't afford a timekeeper, so they just had somebody in a booth yelling numbers. I, you know what? I'm willing to bet it was less that and more. They just had not thought of that idea. <laughs> Probably, like, it yeah. did not dawn on them. You know, instead we could just of a, have a guy instead of yelling it to everyone, I could just like. Hold up my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even. I could just sit at ringside and tell the ref personally. Yeah. yeah, I could like walk up there and be like, 
hey, man, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing was we talked about uh, why there was the over-the-top rope disqualification. Yes, why was, it, why was it a disqualification right. to throw uh, people over the top And apparently, top rope. according to Billy Carr Corrections, who did his research, uh, there was two main reasons. One was that... And it's true, if you look at the old NWAs, if you watch, there's no padding around the outside. WWF yeah. has padding. Yeah. It's thin padding, but there's padding. So if you throw somebody over the top rope, it's going to fucking hurt. Sure. So that, and then also, because uh, it, it could play into the heels, if the ref was distracted, they could throw somebody over and get good heel heat. Right. Because so, it would seem more devastating. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So, so yeah. Thanks for that, Billy Carr. Corrections are. Yes. We love having you. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. We'll have uh, you on the actual show one day. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. Uh, so match number two, the uh, tag team Back ten again. on ten elimination <laughs> match, the Powers of Pain, which is the Barbarian and the Warlord, uh-huh. the Rockers, Marty Jannetty, and is this our first appearance of Shawn Michaels? I think it might be the Rockers' first appearance. Yeah, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels for us. For us, yeah. Uh, the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid, Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, and the Young Stallions, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Took on Demolition, Axe and Smash, the Brain Busters, aka two halves of the. F- yeah. yeah, really weird to see them in the yeah. WWF. Arn Anderson and Tolly Blanchard, the Bolsheviks, Boris Zukov and Nikolai Volkov, Fabulous Rougeos, Jacques Rougeau and Raymond Rougeau, and the Conquistadors, Conquistador Dos and Conquistador Uno. Which is just a couple of dudes. Just a couple of dudes. And uh, Dressed to... like gold yeah. statues. Top to bottom. I looked them up and I don't recognize either. Uh, Jose yeah. Estrada, who was Dos, um... Uh, is that Eric Estrada's brother? <laughs> no, no, I wish. Uh, he had a pretty good career. Like he was one of the uh, first guys to like really put Mexican wrestling under his ring names. There, one of them says Super Medico. Super Medico. Super Medico. Super Medico. I read it as Super Mario as you were scrolling. <laughs> and I was like, he played Super Mario. Super Mario. That's dope. Yeah, it's just uh, fucking what's his name, uh, Captain Lou. <laughs> Jose Luis Rivera. That's Conquistador Uno. Number one. I just love I love that of just Conquistador Dos and Conquistador Uno. Yeah, just one and two. I like also uh, when during it the uh, gorilla and Jesse are talking about uh, how do you tell which one of them apart, and gorilla's like, <laughs> like one of them's taller. Yeah, one of them's taller. And then that's it. Jesse's like, are you sure? And <laughs> gorilla not convincingly says yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty. I mean. I guess. Yeah, this match uh, the was... conquistadors are weird too because they come out with their solid gold masks on, and then they remove those masks to have gold and black masks underneath. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know why. Why yeah. double the mask? Why double the masks? I don't know. It's like it's like putting on two condoms. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. It's going to hurt. It's going to they counter gonna dry out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one's going to make the other one pop or some shit. I don't know how it works. I haven't used cut friction in a very long time. Yeah. Um, dynamite kid has a dynamite stash <laughs> in this one. Dude. Uh, he does not look right with a mustache. He it does weird. No British person except for Freddie Mercury looks right with a mustache. That's true. They all have to just be clean shaven or full beards or sideburns. Because they used to have the big, thick sideburns, oh, like in the 18th century. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
The big old chops. But Freddie Mercury is the only British man to ever look good with a mustache. Yeah, pretty much. And he's not even technically British. He's from Zanzibar. <laughs> from Zanzibar! Zanzibar! Uh, Warlord, uh, sporting the uh, hairstyle from uh, Prodigy. <laughs> yeah, or I'm pretty the sure spiked... the guy from Prodigy yeah, was yeah, inspired yeah. By, yeah. by the Warlord. It's like a V going down his head, but spiked up on the sides and two-toned. Yeah. Like orange, dark orange on one side and black on the other. It's the fire starter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His hair is the fire starter. Twisted fire starter. Psychomatic. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Meow. Way more. Oh, 90s electronica music. Oh, it was. I hated it. So bad. I hated it so Sandstorm. much. Sandstorm. Smack my bitch up. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't. You can't do that on television. That was yeah. a fun show. We should watch that. We, we should, should do an episode you can't do that by on episode television. <laughs> you can't do that on podcast. It's like, wow, they can't do that. Copyright 2017. Yes. Intellectual <laughs> property. No one steal that. Uh, this match, like we said, almost 45 so minutes long. So long. I lost interest in it several times. Oh, my God, yes. Like several I, times I, oh. I had to... I had to Put myself back in it. Yeah, I would just find myself just like leaning down, playing with my dog, and then going, "Oh shit, somebody got eliminated." Oh, I'm supposed to be watching this. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I'm supposed to pay attention. Yeah, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> First elimination is pretty quick. Five yeah, minutes. Bret Hart eliminates Rougeau, uh, Raymond Rougeau with a small package. Yeah, he's Roll got up. one, huh? <laughs> He eliminated him with his small package. <laughs> it's just a move where you put your dick on their face until they tap out. That's right. Yeah. Which would probably be pretty quick. Yeah. Ugh. Ew, gross. Tap, tap. <laughs> uh, says Boris Zukev eliminated Jim Powers with a reverse crossbody. Oh, yeah. That's where he, that he crossbodies him, but then the momentum rolls oh, them over. Oh, that's right. He rolls him into it. And that's then right. Zukov okay. pins him. I got you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I just saw that and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Then Janetti uh, gets Zukov. Yeah, with a sunset flip, which looked so like fucking garbage. Yeah. Then we see uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart gets in and has a an amazingly placed, perfect ring of butthole sweat. Which the last time we saw him, which I think was at the last Survivor Series, the same thing happened. So uh, Jim has a... Uh, he either odd... has a very loose butthole... Or he just has an odd disorder where he sweats exclusively <laughs> from his asshole. Or he's like been eating a lot of aspartame and he has anal leakage. A- anal leakage. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a perfect just circle. Just a nice little circle of that's sweat. That's just the outline of his butthole. Right on his fucking brown eye. It's so... <sighs> it's so... It wouldn't be gross. as bad if he didn't have just all pink gear. Oh, yeah. That makes it, it just pop. Oh, yeah. You see yeah. it. Immediately, yeah, it really stands out <laughs> in a in the most hilarious way. Yeah, uh, yeah. So then Bret Hart pretty much eliminates himself. Yeah, uh, Tully Blanchard hits him with a German suplex. Uh, no, Hart hit the oh, yeah, German yeah, suplex. Yeah, Hart, sorry, but then Hart hits the German suplex. But since Blanchard is technically in the German suplex position with the pin is on top of Hart, his shoulders are down. So Hebner, the ref, counts Bret Hart as being pinned. Yeah, because yeah. Brett's shoulders are down, yeah. and one of Tully's is not. Exactly. Stupid. Yeah. Canadian idiot. <laughs> uh, the Rockers and the Brainbusters eliminated each other. Yeah, they got uh, uh, they bu- got double DQ'd yeah. for just straight they just, brawling they all, it out. All four of them came in and just started beating the crap started out of each other, going crazy on each other. Yeah. 
So they got eliminated for fighting. And the, yeah, the ref was like, "Hey, this isn't a fight. You can't fight here. <laughs> yeah. Take you that. guys, you Look, guys are wrestling too much in a wrestling match. We're trying to have a fight here. You take that fight, <laughs> fight. and you take yeah. it backstage. What's the uh, fucking uh, Doctor Strange love? Like you can't fight in here. This is the war room. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's where war happens. Yes. Oh boy, then we uh, get to smash eliminating the Dynamite Kid. No, Dynamite Kid. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, smash yeah. eliminate Dynamite Kid after a clothesline. Uh, <laughs> After he missed a headbutt off the top, yeah, which is always just well, one of like my favorite hurt. things. Yeah, where oh. someone's like, "I'm gonna jump off the top rope, you're gonna roll out of the way, and I'm just gonna fucking land yeah. on my goddamn face." There was a part in the first match too with uh, uh, Blue Blazer Owen Hart where he does a splash off the top rope, but usually, like with splash, you land vertical to them being horizontal, so it's like perpendicular. Yeah, perpendicular. But this time he just landed. Completely like the same, just the opposite direction of him. Parallel. So his head landed in his crotch, yeah. and I didn't know if it was supposed to be a diving headbutt that he just overshot, or that's it was the a splash uh, or that's what? the Rocket sixty nine. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> that's the why they ended up calling him the yeah. Rocket later. <laughs> yeah, Frog Splash sixty nine. That's right. He's like, I'm on a straight splash on you, but oh, uh, my head and your crotch, your head and my crotch. Yes. <laughs> uh, we get uh, some. Uh, some shit happened at the end of this match. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Fuji. We have a double turn. Yeah, Mr. Fuji, longtime manager of Demolition, decides to fucking turn on him. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He stands up on the ring and is just waving his cane in the most old man fashion. Yeah, just, eh. It's very slow. Yeah. And he can't quite, you know, like it, uh, it's sad to watch, it's honestly. It's very sad. And but then, somehow he hooks Smash's leg. No, he sits on the ropes. Oh, that's opens right. The that's ropes, right. And then he falls out. When Smash is coming into the ropes, and then he falls out. And the, the, here's the thing. It made no sense. No one really understood what was happening. Yeah. And throughout this whole uh, proceeding process, uh, the audience just really doesn't seem to understand what's happening. No. They don't understand that Demolition is getting screwed over by Fuji and that... Because then, out there's of nowhere, there's so much going on already. Right, you can't. You have no. There's no build up to right. it. So it's so just then, like, oh shit, what just happened? So then, Fuji's down there, and Demolition are both yelling at him. Why the fuck did you do that? That was unnecessary. We were getting you were yeah. getting along five seconds ago, <laughs> yeah. and then you pulled the ropes open and let me fall. That was fucked Why up. Why now? Why this? Yeah. So then they body slam Mr. Fuji, and then Powers of Pain come over to check on him, and the audience is just like. Why are they doing that? Yeah. Why Why are the good guys all of a sudden concerned yeah. about Mr. Fuji? And then in an instant, they are on Mr. Fuji's side. They bring him over to their corner. Yeah. And now they're evil. Demolition's good. good yeah. Who knows what the fuck is happening? There's no explanation. And even we get... Meanwhile, I'll... the conquistadors are still just in there. Just hanging out! <laughs> yeah. They're just standing there like, what the fuck is going on? What's Out happening? of all these teams, how are the conquistadors the last remaining team? I have no idea. It blew my mind. Ugh. But yeah, so then the whole time, you know, then Demolition, uh, they, they've been counted out during this time. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then the Warlord or, or uh, Barbarian, I can't remember which one. I think it's Warlord. Pins the Conquistador. They win the match. Then Demolition comes back, beats them up. The audience still thinks Demolition is the bad guys and yeah. Powers of Pain are the good guys. Yeah. Nobody gets what's going on. They play Demolition's music. There's half booing, half cheers. <laughs> and everyone's confused. It was a really good time. And then I. On demolition. Nope. I was gonna play the uh, their promo here. And he for sure. Where we get a bit of explanation. Shot sooner or later, it's inevitable. 
Right now, we're going to go to Mean Gene Okerlund with Mr. Fuji and the powers of pain. This should be interesting. Mr. Fuji, Ike, what in the world is going on? Did I see you tonight in the Survivor Series turn on demolition? Let me tell you, Gene, I made the demolition. I made them champion. When I made them champion, their breaches got too big for them. Their head was swelling up. Pause. They thought they no more than a man. The phrase is, they got too big for, for their, their britches. britches. But he said, their britches got too big for them. Their pants grew. <laughs> it's not that they couldn't fit into their pants anymore because they got too big. Right. Their pants got too big. And now they are too small for their pants. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Keep going. Master, on a master turn, hunted and searched, and I found these two. And they will demolish the demolition, and they will make them suffer like pigs. They will they demolish are. the Wait a demolition. Stop right there, Mr. Fuji. I'm, I'm going to interrupt, if I may. Gentlemen, I don't know if this man can be trusted. Demolition, excess mess. What are you going to do now? You lose, Master Fuji. You better kiss goodbye for the World Championship title. Huh? Why is he talking like Mr. Fuji? Yeah, I'm like... Why is, why is Warlord talking in the same... No, that's Barbarian. Oh, that's Barbarian. Okay. Why is Barbarian talking like Mr. Fuji as well? He's just a white dude. Uh, I don't think he is. I think he does have an accent. Does he? Yeah. But uh, either way, I can't understand what the fuck he is saying. Uh, there's no... You better get ready to lose the titles. Uh, we were in a great mood, and then uh, we decided that we are not... Uh... Oh, he's Tongan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he does. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they've yeah. got a bit of an accent, but it's still not a Japanese. No, I think he's like changing it or yeah. trying to anyway. Yeah. You know, Mr. Fuji, I've got to say this. I think the demolition did as much for you as you did for them. No way, Gene. I did everything for them. I made them work out, run, exercise, but they re- they keep cutting to shots. Discipline. And in turn, yeah. this is what's going <laughs> to happen to them. I turn against them, yes, and they will pay. All right, very quickly, any comment? Demolition, you and listen. The powers of pain will listen to Master yeah, Fuji. That's right, All right. right they they will Jesse Ventura. I don't think this man can be trusted. I really don't. Gentlemen, that's it. Please. <laughs> All right, and they're bad guys okay. now. That's how quickly a wrestling gimmick can <laughs> That's how turn. it works, yeah. Holy cow. Well, that's our second match. Halfway through, it's a good time for us to take a commercial yeah. break. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hello there, everybody. I am here to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, which is pretty freaking awesome, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. Plus, there's a bonus. Because you listen to our podcast here at Channel 4 and a Half, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show and receive one of three offers. 
purchase any cigar in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Or receive free shipping on any orders $99 and above. Or, third or, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar and save money and support our shows. Two Planet Productions is a team comprised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years of combined experience in the industry. Besides working with some of the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and of the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun professional artists to entrust your life's most precious moments to. www.twoplanetproductions.com, find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or call 918-280-8528. And... We have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them that we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That's a $500 value for free. That free session could be an engagement, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else that you want to be saved and captured forever. All right, we're back. Still talking about Survivor Series 1988. Bet your ass we are. Uh, we just got done with the second match. We're going to listen now a promo. I had with, a rough uh, time during the break, I'm going to admit, because during the break, my britches got too big for me. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. He was chasing them all around the room. It was, they, uh, whew. Yeah, they turned into clown pants all of a sudden, and I kept catching things yeah. in them. It was yeah. really fun. But they had a uh, face paint on it. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to listen to a uh, promo, an interview here with Bad News Brown, who walked out on his team. Yeah. Also, uh, listen for the part where he tries to say Survivor Series. Yes. yes. Thank you, Gorilla. A break in the action here. Standing alongside me, Bad News Brown. And Bad News Brown, since joining the World Wrestling Federation, you have been a very independent soul. You very much proved that tonight. <laughs> what happened out there? Let me tell you, Beer Belly Sharecroppers, one thing. <laughs> I smelt a conspiracy out there when my own teammate attacks me. I know that everybody in the World Wrestling Federation wants to be the first one to say that they beat Bad News Brown. You guys need to watch this because the way his eyes bulge out of his head, I've never seen someone with eyes that open before. Also, a classic WWF uh, not really thinking through the technicalities of television. Um, They're using a green screen Uh to project the Survivor Series logo behind them. Um, however, they have house lights that uh, apparently some of those lights are green yeah. because on that part of the reflection on the wrestler's skin, you can the, the occasionally they'll move a certain way and all of a sudden they'll have part of the green screen on it their body. It looks like it, where I'm paused right now, it looks like side of his head is concaved. Yeah, the part on his shoulder will happen oh, quite yeah. a bit yeah. through this interview. Right on there on his traps. Hilarious. In the ring, but it's not going to happen. And let me tell you another thing. Survival series means totally nothing. Survival. Survival series. Survival. Not as funny as when I heard it the Wants first time, the but first still pretty one funny. to say that they beat Bad News Brown in the ring, but it's not going to happen. And let me tell you another thing. 
Survival serious means totally nothing to me. I've been a survivor on the streets of Harlem all my life. And there's only one thing that I'm concerned about, and that's the World Wrestling Federation Championship belt. Well, Bad News Brown and I asked this question uh, with caution. What do you think, why do you think you deserve a shot at the Macho Man Randy Savage for the championship? He looks so angry when he asks him that. Oh, yeah, his look He's of... like, sh- what the fuck? the fucker! <laughs> why? Why? What, have you been on Mars or what? You know, I'll give him credit. I didn't know that much about Bad News Brown, but he cuts a good promo. Yeah. Honestly, like, he's his facial expressions and everything, the way he reacts, this is really good. Everybody knows out there, everybody from the spineless cockroach on up knows why Bad News Brown deserves a title shot. The reason is because I have defeated everybody since I've been in the World Wrestling Federation. I won the WrestleMania Battle Royal. I have beaten everybody that they put against me. That's why I deserve a shot. Well, I'm sure if you uh, have this record that you say you possess, I, I can't see why Jack Tunney wouldn't give you this opportunity to become the World Wrestling Federation champion. Are you trying to say that I'm a liar or something? Let me tell you one thing. I've been calling Jack Tunney up. I've been sending him letters, but he don't want to answer me. But he will see me in person, and he will have to answer to me once and for all and tell me why. Well, Bad News Brown, if you do get... I like to picture Bad News Brown penning a letter to Jack Tunney. <laughs> same expression, same bulge eyes, angry Dear lying. President Tunney, <laughs> I have been in the World Wrestling Fashion Federation for a while now. and I, I have beat everybody. Everybody I have faced, I have defeated, and I think I truly deserve a title shot. So would you please give me one? <laughs> Sincerely, Sincerely. Bad News Brown Esquire. <laughs> I don't know why it turned into a British guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing, but it was really fun. He's like, mm, Just sinc- writing with a quill. Yeah. yeah. Dearest President Tunney, <laughs> I hope this letter finds you well. <laughs> the winters are harsh here, but we survive. Here in Hartford, Connecticut, the winters are harsh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Warmest regards, Bad News Brown. <laughs> Cheerio. Cheerio. Pip, pip. <laughs> oh, that was really fun. Um, I wanted to say, too, I forgot to talk about it during the tag team match, but... uh. I had to watch it like three or four times because Arn Anderson's Spine Buster is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah? Oh my god, dude. Like, there's a lot of people that do Spine Busters that look like shit. Like, uh-huh. The Rock always did it to set up the people's elbow. Yeah. And it was just sloppy looking, but Arn's, fuck, he hits it so hard. Yeah. I just kept re-watching that Spine Buster that he hit on Shawn Michaels over and over. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Because we shit on Arn a lot, but he's got a great spine buster. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's not bad. No. He's just fun to shit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right, next match. Third match, we get uh, the team of Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Paul Henning. Kurt Henning. Paul Henning. Yeah, I don't know, know who that is. Kurt Henning, Rick Rude, and Harley Race Har- taking on, uh, what are you going to say? I was just going to say Harley Race looking too old to be <laughs> too there. Old, way too old. Take it out, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Ken Patera, Pantera, Scott yep, Casey, and Chico Santana. <laughs> Still calling him Chico. <laughs> and he corrects Monsoon oh, several time, times. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you mean Chico? Because his name is Chico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chico Santana. Um, Rick Rude's mullet keeps getting curlier and color- curlier Dude. every time we see him. It's just, it, he keeps adding activator or something. I don't know what he's doing. I keep doing. thinking that it's just going to eventually, like, curl back in on itself. And then be straight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to reach maximum curlage to where it's just straight. It's like, no, my hair is just so curly that it appears straight. <laughs> yeah. 
It's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, Scott Casey, never heard of him. Don't nope. think I've ever seen him uh, again. There was, so uh, with this, it was interesting. Um, let's see, where was that? Okay. So, uh, Junkyard Dog was originally supposed to be oh. part of Jim, Jim Doug, and Jake Roberts, all their team, but he quit. He left the WWE. Okay. So then they got B. Brian Blair, the other half of the Killer Bees, uh-huh. but then he also quit. Wow. So then they brought in the Scott Casey guy because he was like the only one left. Wow. Yeah. Because everybody was quitting. Yeah. Well, but then oddly, a lot of people were coming over. Exactly. They had, like, there a was lot of a people weird ju- re- it, yeah. revolving this, door. This whole area. Because yeah, we'll watch people one month on NWA, and then the next month they're in WWF. I mean, Arn and Tully, I'm pretty sure, they're were on the last one forth. we did. Because yeah. this is the height. Uh, this is like right prime fucking. Four Horsemen era, right? But they're also the brainbusters in WWF. But then also being Four Horsemen, it's weird. It is super weird. Yeah. This is before they had like guaranteed contracts and people locked down and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, also Ken Pantera still looking like Buff Richard Simmons. <laughs> yep, which is still just got my that favorite singlet. Thing. Yeah, just Buff Richard Simmons. It's all he is. <laughs> and uh, Gorilla and Jesse are still. Still talking about that Dino motherfucking Bravo. bench press. God damn it. First person to bench press 500 pounds. 712 pounds. Uh, you know, he benched 712 pounds, Gorilla. I was there. He's like, yeah, yeah so you helped we. him a little. <laughs> no, no, there's no way. You lifted it clean. God. I'm still like have flashbacks about that fucking 40 minutes of him just lifting weights in a goddamn pay-per-view. Look, he, he lifted all 712 pounds and jet fuel can't melt metal. <laughs> He lifted all 712 pounds, and the lizard people that secretly control the world government and live beneath the how Colorado the Denver have, Airport. How could the tower have collapsed down? That's what happened to World Trade Series 7? That's what I want to know. What <laughs> happened to that? Was it put in a figure for a leg lock by Gregory? Oh, Gregory the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> he, he brought down World Trade Series turned his 7. shin pad around backwards and put <laughs> Building 7 Just in kick the tower until it four. collapsed. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Rude's trunks are pretty funny in this one. Yeah, it's hands on, on coming up uh, the ass and the crotch. Yeah, there's two hands almost uh, appearing to lift up either buttock, <laughs> yes. and then on the side they're just sort of um, presenting his crotch, yes. if you will. Yes. Sort of, it, just you know, like almost like in a, a way, Vanna White but sort with of. the thumbs in a way that like almost a director will. Yeah, will when you put see him like framing the shot. Yes. Yeah, doing they're the whole yeah. very much framing his dong. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, yeah, no jockstrap in here. Just want to make sure you see my pecker head. All the dick. Just want to make sure you can see the whole head. Getting all the ladies moist. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Rude eliminates Pantera pretty quick. With the Rude Awakening, which is Rude's neck breaker. I guess it was eight minutes in. Yeah, but I mean, for uh, how this match was 30 minutes long. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's relatively quick, considering. Yeah, considering. Uh, yeah, Rude takes out Ken Pantera with the Rude Awakening. Oh, yeah. Dino Bravo takes out Scott Casey, which how is Scott Casey not the first person eliminated when no one knows who the fuck he is? Yeah, right? They're like, uh, no, we're going to kick out Pantera first. Yeah. He, he just sucks. Yeah, he eliminated Scott Casey with a side suplex. Chico Santana eliminated Harley Race after a flying forearm smash, Yep, the, which again, uh, not a finishing move. Also, Jesse Ventura called it the flying burrito again, yeah, I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Then Andre beats uh, Tito after sitting just on sitting, his just sitting chest. on his chest. Yeah, the classic uh, button your rib cage. Yeah, but which by the way, if he was to really just jump oh. and fall onto Dude. someone's rib cage, 
that person would be yeah. destroyed. Well, it's like uh, I don't. They, we haven't. Have we seen Yokozuna yet? Not yet. Okay. No, no, he's so, not until yeah. Uh, 90, he's early nineties, like yeah. ninety two, ninety three, yeah. or something. So his finisher, if you remember, was he would get on the middle turnbuckle yeah. and just jump off and land his ass right on him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that looked like even you could tell, you know, he'd land on his feet and then just sort of drop on him. Sure. But it would still it's like man, fuck if you, you fuck, up. if you fuck that yeah. up, you're gonna kill someone. Yeah, literally. there's no way you're kicking. That dude was like seven hundred pounds. Like it would, it would cause your ribs. To break inward on each other and then impale your yes. heart and lungs. Yeah, and lungs, yeah. You would just die instantly. almost instantly, yeah. Oh, vey. Yeah. That's not a way to go out. No one, <laughs> no one wants that. What, uh, Jake the Snake, by the way, I, I wrote this. Jake unbelievably giving up his back to those turnbuckles. Oh, my God, dude. He fucking full force. I mean, jumping, he, slamming. Yeah. Uh, he really just lets himself get yeah. annihilated. Which into those explains why he has so many back problems later in life. No shit, yeah. man. Because, like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody sell hitting the turnbuckle that way. Not as that hard good. as him. Yeah. I mean, holy him, shit. Like, when Shawn Michaels would hit it and, like, flip over. That was it pretty good, too. cool, but, yeah. like, Jake would just full force. It didn't look like it hurt as bad no. as this did. No. Like, because the first time he did it. And he, he sold it so well yeah. with, with, with the way he would lunge outward afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then sort of slowly sink yeah. down that, like, the first – when it first happened, I thought, oh, fuck, he really hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I was like, oh, no, no that's just, just what he does. Selling. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. yeah. Jake, dude, fucking Jake the Snake was good. So good. So fucking good. I love it. Uh, yeah, and those turnbuckles, man, I'll tell you, they fucking hurt. They're unforgiving they over there. They are. Like, one of, my, one of my moves that I would do, one of my signatures was – I do the running, jumping body splash to the corner. The stinger splash, the stinger if splash, you will. Yeah, but as a fat guy, it looks a lot better. Right. And if they moved out of the, the way, typhoon. which they would do often, like I would have to full force hit my chest into the top turnbuckle, and that it, shit. Fucking isn't that hurt. what uh, tugboat slash typhoon would do? Uh, I think his was just a regular body splash. Oh yeah, on yeah. the ground. Because earthquake would do the stomp and the butt splash, Ugh. and I think typhoon just did the regular. Yeah. Tugboat. What a horrible gimmick. <laughs> tugboat. Here's the thing. You're big. What else is big? Uh, boats. boats. Tugboats. Yeah. But I wouldn't quite call you like a fucking, you know. You're not like a freighter. You're not like an aircraft yeah. carrier. You're yeah. like a tugboat. <laughs> tugboats are fucking strong, though. They pull the bigger boats. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Tugboat. So dumb. Ugh. Boy, oh boy. And Jim Duggan, Jimmy Duggs, eliminated himself. <laughs> he just runs out, <laughs> grabs the two-by-four, and oh. just starts beating the shit out of people Bravo. right yeah. in front of the ref. Yeah. And then gets DQ'd and is like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what happened? Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's so shocked. I cannot believe. What? You mean to tell me that I can't hit that man across the face with my two-by-four? I brought this big piece of wood to the ring. It's mine. I brought it from home. Specifically to hit people with it, and you're telling me I can't do that. I brought it from my home, which is constantly <laughs> under construction. Constantly. <laughs> I have never finished the edition. I'm building a deck around the entirety of my house. Yeah. So I've got a lot of lumber. It's just always sitting <laughs> sitting about. Some of it has, like, nails sticking out. Yeah. Partially worked on. This but one has a tiny American I flag. I hope, yeah. I always tape a little American flag around <laughs> yeah. the end. Just so people know. Scotch tape. Yeah. Because that's I the only tape I have. with America. And you're telling me that's against the rules. Beating you with freedom, and that's <laughs> somehow against the rules. I don't understand. I'm beating this French-Canadian man with the stick of freedom, <laughs> and you're telling me I'm disqualified? That's what we're calling it from now on. <laughs> stick of freedom. Freedom stick. <laughs> Jim Duggan and his freedom stick. <laughs> the stick of freedom. Stick of freedom. I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, so he gets DQ'd. Now all of a sudden it's Jake the Snake versus four dudes. Yeah, and Jake... 
does fucking great for a while. Oh yeah, takes out he, Rick Rude with takes Patton out, and DDT. Well, first he he, he shows us. All of Rick Rude's butt. <laughs> yeah. All the way down to his yeah. taint. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw in that man's colon. Women were fucking going crazy for that Oh, shit. they went bananas. Yes. Bananas. Yes. <laughs> they went crazy for those crazy buns. bananas. For them sweet man buns. Uh, those sweet 80s steroid man macho buns. man buns. <laughs> oh, boy. And then, uh, and then Entree gets... DQ'd for uh, basically attempting to murder him. He didn't even have him like in a sleeper hold. He literally just had hand around throat, both hands on both hand, just choking Ah, to kill him. And he refused to let go. Jake was in the corner. He refused to let go. So the ref DQ'd Andre. He was like, "Hey, you can't murder people in here. Yeah, it's a wrestling (laughs) match. Yeah, look, we didn't let Mr. America to death. We didn't let Mr. America beat somebody to death with a two by four. I wouldn't let him beat freedom." This yeah. isn't best of the best two. <laughs> Amazing film. Yes. Uh, they need to do a Survivor series that is literally just whoever survives death. Yeah, whoever. Just mer- get all of the, get all the dead. jobbers and the mid card guys and just have them kill each other for supremacy. We could make our own Survivor series. Yeah. Where we're just keeping track of who's the last one alive. Oh no. <laughs> well, Dino Bravo gone. He's gone. there's a, a lot of Andre these dudes gone. gone. Yeah, a lot of these dudes are gone. Mr. Perfect gone. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is gone. Uh, is Chico still alive? I don't know. Good question. I bet he is. He looks healthy. He does. He he was always in good shape. Yeah, Chico's still around. Yep. Okay, cool. I was going to say, because his, uh, his, his physique didn't look artificial. No. No, he was just, he was big, but he yeah. wasn't like yeah. steroid big. No, 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 no. No. Uh, yeah, so then uh, Mr. Perfect pins Jake. Perfect and Bravo survive. Yep. Um, but Jake beat, well... Well, he beat Rude, and he held his own against Andre for a he while. He didn't die. Yeah. He stayed alive long enough for Andre to get disqualified. <laughs> but then Andre hit him with a headbutt, and then Mr. Perfect just, just capitalized on yeah, the Yeah, he bed. just pinned him. Yeah. And then it was over. Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've been waiting for this moment. We've talked about him. Holy shit. You've heard us talk about how terrible it is. We finally get to see him in all of his There awful once glory. was a character named One Man Gang. Big Biker. Nothing wrong with that gimmick. No, great he gimmick. He looked tough as fuck. Big, He white had the dude. Mr. T-style mohawk yep. with a little rat tail that hung yep. down, which at the time was just as cool yep. as could be. Had the cool cross, or the skull and crossbones on his gear. Yep, with a denim battle vest. Yep. And uh, all black, other than the denim vest. Yep. Was just a big, fat biker fucking guy. And was a cool gimmick. He looked tough as shit. But then they thought, you know, how could we make this worse? <laughs> How can we make And when this... I say worse, I don't mean a little worse. How can we go from a pretty good character to the worst gimmick imaginable and also also make sure it's super fucking offensive? Well, here's how. Oh, okay. All right. I got Vince McMahon's brains churning uh-huh. and uh, here's what we got. Here's what we got. This brother Oh, yes, and he is a brother. The only difference between me and him is that he's medium rare, and I'm well done. But he knows how to get the job done. Right home, boy? Right, right. You are you right home, brother. Give me some damn. Hey, 
Let me tell you something, brothers and foxy mamas. This is the king talking to you, and I'm talking especially to the wrestlers in the WWF. I've been reborn. I've seen the light, so watch out. <laughs> yes. That is Akeem. The African Dream. The African Dream. Formerly one man gang. Now a jive talking, smooth walking black man? So the question mark? S- the story that they put behind it was that one man gang had found out he was actually from Africa. Yes. So So he just fully embraced what Vince McMahon thinks, <laughs> thinks that African an African like, would be, which yes. is Wearing, someone who wears a dashiki yes. in a in a uh, the headpiece, which I can't remember what they're called, the tall cylindrical headpiece. Sure, um, a big Africa amulet. Okay, so he would be dressed in traditional African garb. However, one hundred percent caricature He's of an talk American like black guy, a seventies Harlem. Yeah, like an yeah. extra from Shaft. Yeah, somebody you would see in a black exploitation film. Yeah, from the that's 70s. like, hey, my brother, what oh, it is? What it is, homeboy. The perfect example it would be the scene in Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Yes, when he goes to deliver pizza to the three Asian guys that are yes. trying to be black. Yes, one of the greatest scenes in cinematic <laughs> history, in my opinion. Uh, incredibly underrated. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, they're like rapping and breakdancing and, and playing dice. <laughs> so it's fucking good. Fucking amazing. So good. Uh, that's the equivalent of, of yeah. what we're doing here. This is, and and he's doing what he thinks are cool yeah. black guy mannerisms. But it looks like he just has little T Rex arms. He's holding him, his arms too close to his body and basically doing little swim motions. Yeah. Like if you were to pretend you're yeah. swimming, but with but your like elbows planted into of? your sides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the you know black guys. And rappers that yeah, used, yeah. used to do that kind of cool hand movement, but he doesn't but he have doesn't, that no, he's ability. Not cool. He doesn't he's have it within himself. He's not a black dude. Yeah, he has no fucking rhythm. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand any sort of timing or or uh, you know how to look fluid. Yes. <laughs> oh man, and so uh, this the one saving grace of a game is his entrance music. And we're going to experience all three minutes and 34 is, seconds with yes. you guys. This is an old school 80s story rap. Uh, a la, a la uh, Slick, Rick. Slick Rick or uh, a lot. Will Smith. Will Smith, early Ice Cube. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So we're going to listen to this whole thing because it's right. holy shit. It's worth it. He's saying you're a dinosaur, bro. I think he's saying a jive soul, bro. Okay. Uh, 
Anyway, Fuck th- it. <laughs> so far, we're 52 seconds in. This has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with Akeem. It's this all slick. All rapping about Slick's attempts to they fuck. Have sex with women, yes. Yeah. So Slickster talking to you. Dinosaur bro. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> Where'd you find her? Why would you do that? He's like, I was, uh, it was a. I thought I learned a lesson, but I didn't because I tried to fuck a seven foot tall woman. And then she said no because she didn't know me. We were complete strangers. And And also, I'm like five foot nothing. And I got arrested. (laughs) She put him in a figure four. Where did she learn the figure four? Is she hanging out with Gregory? Oh my god, this lady who he's never met uh, happens to be a fucking collegiate oh wrestler. Oh my god, I want these lyrics tattooed on my body. I, I yeah, I'm definitely gonna get the transcript. Okay, I think the name of the song, judging by the comments, is Jive Soul Bro. Oh, so I did call it. Okay. Yeah. One of the comments says, straight fire, to be honest. <laughs> the... Only this theme can bring an ex-prison guard from the South, a white guy who's convinced he's from the deepest Africa, and a skinny pimp. Why are you lying to your friends? Why? Are you fucking all their girlfriends? We know. You've established that several times. Here's my theory. They're like, Slick, we're going to have you write and perform a, a rap mm-hmm. for Akeem's entrance music. Now, what I need it to do is to really put across that you're a real piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> we, need, we don't care. Akeem can speak for himself. We, we need, need people to know that you. To know that you, Slickster, are gross, creepy, just serial... Sexual assaulter, basically. And have an affinity for 
tall mountainous women. Very tall women. Very tall women. <laughs> also, you're a jive soul bro. <laughs> He's like, well, what if I tell him I'm, I'm a jive soul bro? Perfect. Perfect. Oh, done. Get out Cut there and, and write print. it. Uh, we've already got the band in the studio. And by the band, I mean the guy. <laughs> Jim the, Johnson. The one guy and yeah. his keyboard. Yeah. And uh, one girl to do backing vocals. That's right. And she just does all four parts, oh which is God. really tedious. Very you, tedious. If you've ever done that. How how did Akeem get to be oh my God. the fucking co-captain of this squad? I mean. What did he do? <sighs> What did Vince see in him that said he needs to be front and center? I don't know. I wonder if maybe he was like, maybe backstage he's like, as the one-man gang, just fucking around with Slick, just, you know, shooting the shit and kidding around, and just goes, man, fuck you, brother! (laughs) And then Vince goes, goes, holy shit, let's make that a character. Put that in the ring? Is a bad idea. And he's like, what? No, I don't want to do that. And he's like, too late! Yeah. How about the worst Americanized version? Uh, uh, I mean, and I mean a straight-up caricature of yes. what we think a hit black guy is. Yes. Uh, but he's but he's from actual deep, deepest, darkest yeah. Africa. The problem is, too, on a whole other level, like, there obviously there are white people in Africa. But sure. at this point in the 80s and 90s, they were all in was, one part. Yeah, they, they were, were all legally in South separated. Africa, and it was apartheid, yes. and it is not good. No, that's a bad thing. That is a very bad thing that happened. But they had this big white dude being a black guy, which just says like a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, yeah, this is like the height of the free Nelson Mandela, I think. Yeah. I don't really remember exactly. I think that was more like the happened. 90s. That was the I 90s. Think, I don't remember, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's in prison at this point. I think probably, yeah. He was in prison for a long ass time. Yeah, and they yeah. and they have the legal separation of whites and blacks yes. in South Africa Apartheid. at this point. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool. like, how can we offend everyone at the same time? Let's turn this big biker into a black dude. The connotations of it are just all bad. Oh, all around, uh, all around. So this match, obviously, <laughs> we got the teams yeah. of Akeem and his tag team partner, the Big Boss Man, aka the Twin Towers. Yep. Uh, with King yeah, Haku. Uh, here's another thing. Uh, yeah, let's team him up with a white southern prison guard. Corrections officer yeah. with a Confederate flag patch <laughs> on his arm. Yes. Who is also inexplicably managed by Slick. I think it was like Vince's like weird like anti-racism thing, like togetherness. Like we'll put these two characters together so people are like, could oh, you imagine white and black together. So, but they're both white. Could you imagine being so ignorant and also racist <laughs> that your attempt at anti-racism <laughs> is just more racist racism? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we're also talking about the guy who dropped the N-word live on TV oh, several yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Real big piece of shit, everybody. Yeah. So Akeem, Big Boss Man, King Haku... Red Rooster and Ted DiBiase. Red Rooster. Red Rooster. Also, you Terry made Taylor. you made him a heel. Yeah, why? I always remembered Red Rooster as a face. I guess he turns out face at some and point. Fucking yeah. bagakin and shit. Oh god! Also, roosters don't do that. No, <laughs> they're taking on the team of Hercules, Hillbilly Jim, Coco Beware, and the Mega Powers: Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Miss Elizabeth looking terrified as always. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Not showing her ass this time, though. Yeah, very much. Uh, uh, looks like she's being held hostage. <laughs> She, God, she just looks so very afraid. So very, very yeah. afraid. Hillbilly Jim, uh, also, I 
he was always walking around with a shop rag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? He just got done working on his tractor. I guess so. He, I guess he drives his tractor from venue to venue. I guess that's he's what He's got to change implying. the oil and finish working on it, and then he just goes out to the ring and throws dudes on the ground. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Let me uh, let me put down my sh- dirty shop rag before I start wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> my grease rag. I, I also wonder how they landed on the Red Rooster. Yeah. Like, Terry Taylor comes in. And he's like, hey, I've been wrestling as Terry Taylor. And Terry Taylor was a pretty decent name. Right. Like in the other territories. Like, he had a good following. Is there a story behind the Red Rooster's origin? Let's see if I can find. Yeah, let's let's look it up here. So he initially... Uh, televised debut as babyface Scary Terry Taylor. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Isn't that the name uh, on the Rick and Morty episode when they do the... Uh, the parody, there was an episode where they do a parody of uh, Freddy Krueger, but his name's Scary Terry. Uh, Scary know. Terry Taylor. Uh, let's see. Okay, so was, Taylor uh, soon acquired Bobby the Brain Heenan and his manager was rebranded the Red Rooster, a gimmick which saw him don red tights and a red coat, and later as a baby face style his hair like a rooster's comb and strut like a rooster. Oh, God. Early in his... Red Rooster stint, the heel tailor, was portrayed as a novice wrestler who could not navigate his way through matches without constant instructions from Heenan. How is that a character people would want to see? I don't know. So there's no reason why he's a rooster. No, I don't. He was just a rooster. <gasps> oh my god, I don't this understand. This is infuriating. I don't understand. There's no reason for it. He just became a rooster. Alright. F- fuck. Vince Fuck McMahon. you, WWF. You're so stupid. You goddamn assholes. You're still better than the other one, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, mercifully, though, Red Rooster's the first one eliminated. Oh, yeah. He's the, definitely the sacrificial Randy takes here. him out six minutes in with a flying elbow drop. Yep. And then uh, Hillbilly Jim gets uh, eliminated by Akeem from his finisher they named... Air Africa. God damn it. Why? <laughs> Just to make sure... Just to hammer it in. Oh, God. It's so... Air Africa. Boss Man, after that, eliminates Coco Beware after a Boss Man slam, which is a spinning side slam. Which we... uh, The last time we had Boss Man on, he was fighting Coco and uh, calling him boy. Boy. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Which he did to everybody, but... Yeah, this time at least it was white and black alike. You gotta know... Still not good. You gotta know who you can and you just can't do it. Uh, Ted DiBiase pins Hercules with a schoolboy after Virgil distracts him. A schoolboy? Yeah. What's that? That's uh, when you... That's when you grab a child and you you throw them at someone. Yeah, yeah. You roll them up and then you kind of like tickle their dick a little bit like you're a child molester. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. No, you you hook the leg and just roll them over. I don't know why it's called a schoolboy. I don't either. It's weird. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah, so Virgil distracting him. Oh, this is a... Herc is beating up Virgil. That's what it was. That's right, yeah. Because Herc got, yeah, he got eliminated because of Virgil. Yeah. So then Virgil goes out, and he's beating up uh, beating up on Virgil, and then Savage rolls, rolls up, up DiBiase. Yeah. yeah. And then Slick basically tries to kidnap Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. He just runs over and grabs her arm and starts dragging away her. with her. Oy vey. And she looks just as terrified with him as she does with anyone else. Yeah, and then uh, then Hogan goes to try and save her, 
boss man comes out, beats him up, and in the process of handcuffing Hogan to, to the, the bottom, ring, rope, to the bottom rope, gets counted out. With a long-ass handcuff, too. Really long like, chain. Yeah, it's like the ones they do to like between put the your hands angles. to the feet. Yeah. yeah, between your ankles. Yeah. And uh, so he's handcuffed to the rope. Savage boss man gets counted out. He's just getting annihilated yeah. by Akeem. Akeem gets disqualified because he's him, him and, and Haku. Boss man, or Haku are just beating this shit out of Savage, and Akeem shoves the ref, so the ref de- DQs Akeem. Yeah, and then uh, meanwhile, uh, Hogan manages to knock down Slick or something like yeah, that, and Miss Elizabeth gets the key. Yeah, which really, in a really funny part, you can see where Slick, after he's fallen down. Excuse me. Pulls his jacket over so that the pocket is easily accessible, easily accessible so she for can Elizabeth to in. come over because yeah. she knows which pocket he's yeah. got the keys in. So she gets the keys. Hogan gets loose, saves Randy Savage's life, saves the day, wins the match, and of course he's the fucking hero yeah, again. His music plays, and a, a bunch of hot dogging proceeds to happen oh, yeah. in the middle of the ring. And then we get a little bit more proceeding. We of get, uh, we get a little bit of, of Randy Savage looking a little yeah. suspicious. So so Elizabeth first gets Savage, make sure he's okay, and then she runs over to Hogan. Hogan is just elated to have won, so he picks her up. Yeah, and lifts. starts running with her around the ring. And Savage does not like that. Savage is like, why are you trying to front yeah. up on my lady? Yeah. At the, near the end, she's holding, Elizabeth is holding both of their arms up, Hogan yeah. and Savage. And Hogan's just showboating to the crowd, but Savage just keeps pointing at Hogan, go, what the hell, bro? Yeah. Just like pointing fuck, at him, yeah. The fuck, dude? Yeah. Why, why, why are you trying to get my lady? <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. It's not cool. Uh, it really shows how, like, Everything abusive was... uh, Savage is. He won't even let his, like, his wife, like, hang out or be yeah. happy with another dude. Yeah, you like, that's can't... some fucking, like, textbook emotional abuse right there. Yeah, yeah. That's like that situation where you're like, did you just high-five my friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, you're you going let... to hang out with somebody? Who you... is it? Is it a dude? You let your bare hand touch his bare hand? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Skin-to-skin contact? That's not cool, lady. Not on my watch. That's not fucking cool. <laughs> you know this is a Puritan household. Oy vey. So, yeah, this is, uh, we get a little bit of an insight into what's... Uh, what's on the horizon yeah. for the Mega Powers. The Mega Powers breakup coming soon to a pay-per-view near you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what's our next show? We're Let's jumping back. See. NWA. After Survivor Series 88, we have Starcade 88. Starcade 88. That'll be two weeks from now. Be sure and join us for that. Be sure and find us on Facebook. Uh, leave us rate and review on iTunes if you can, because we get Pretty more please. sponsors and Helps us keep this show going, and uh, also helps us in the uh, in the uh, iTunes rankings. Yeah, puts us up so yeah. more people, more people to can us. find us, more yeah. people can can get into what you guys have been into and have fun with us uh, because we have fun making. Yeah, these. we love doing these, and we hope you guys enjoy them. And Absolutely. we'd love for more people to listen so we can please do more of them. Yeah, please, please, please do. listen. Please listen. <laughs> uh, so that's it. We'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Adios. Channel four. And a half.